Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the uh, finer moments from yes. uh, today's show. Great show today. It, it wasn't bad, was it? We yeah. were joined by the author of Final Third. It's the the third in the trilogy of the book series. John Smith uh, compiles the best of the players' autobiographies. Cracking read. Excellent. And uh, he came in and told us about the best of the new book. Some good titles, Paul. Yeah, there are. Absolutely. Uh, we spoke to Josh Rutherford. He's from Doncaster City FC, and they're making a play to uh, be part of the Scottish Cup yeah. next a season. Good play, yeah. I mean, it's um, the Scottish play they're calling. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> should have said that. I, I should have said that. Soon, on I just, air. The podcast audience, Pod, the podcasts get all the best stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saving a bit of gold for the podcast. <laughs> Plus, I only just thought of it. So uh, yeah, and uh, you'll find out why. Uh, and uh, we had a birthday spread, didn't we? We did indeed. And we kicked off a new series, occasional series. Who knows? The listeners seem to respond to it. Exactly How like many it. Kylies? Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Nice to see you. Nice to have you back. Yeah, thank you. I mean, nice you've been to see here you all week. Again. Yeah, I've been, been here all week. But it's nice to see you again, Charlie. I've, I feel like I've been seeing you because I've been watching you on House of Games yes. over on BBC Two with Richard Osman. Self-esteem, Val McDermott yeah. and uh, Martin of Fire. Martin of Fire, yeah. yeah. Chariots, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to ever question if you've got any brain cells in your head whatsoever. Wait, I think Paul. you've been a bit harsh on yourself. Um, some of the questions do tend to play into Val's hands. Yes. Like, she's like, she's a machine. <laughs> she is. Isn't she? She's, very good. She's, she's also very quick on the buzzer. Yeah. I thought I might have something, you know, a little bit, tiny yeah. bit younger than Val. I thought maybe I'll be a little bit quicker on the buzzer. But then Martin's very quick on the buzzer because, yeah. of course, he's got the, the old sports person twitch muscles. And that, that's true. He's but not he always getting he doesn't the right know the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he went early a couple of times with some of them. I'm just interested to know from the listeners yeah. whether they have uh, ever been on a game show because yeah. you were making the point of me off here there was one question last night in Roman numerals oh. that in the court if I asked it to you now you'd get it right oh, yeah. but you pressed the button and you got it wrong yeah. and uh, I, I see that wouldn't normally happen without the pressure of being on a quiz show no. and it doesn't matter if you're someone who's used to being in front of an audience or doing TV. So I wonder if any of the listeners have actually appeared on a on a game show yeah, of any sort yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and gave a really Dumb Britain. Oh, thanks. Uh, answer. 
Thanks a lot. Well, not that I'm suggesting at all, Charlie. That you're not going to bring up any of the ones that I actually answered oh, you, and did quite well. You got on. the Gary. There was a good Gary Lineker one that good fell to you, wasn't Gary there? Gary Lineker one and a good. Uh, I did. I got one wrong, but did a good answer. A shallow. That yeah. was good. But look, you can't lose House of. You can't win House of Games no. in the first three days. You can only you not can win only the dartboard. <laughs> win the dart. Yeah. I'm gutted not no, the decanter. Well, this was look, still disappointed. Two, still two days left. Let's see how Charlie gets on. Here we are. So anyway, talking to Gary Lineker. There's a new film out that you think you want to get the listeners involved in. Yeah, there's a film out called Mrs. Maris Goes to Paris. It doesn't look up my Mrs. Street. Maris or Mrs. Harris? Mrs. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up now. Mrs. Is it Maris? Harris? Is it it's Mrs. not Mrs. Harris Maris or Mrs. Piper, Mar- is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, it doesn't really matter, does it? doesn't it? matter. Because the point of it is it rhymes. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I do yeah. apologise. What's it about? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. It doesn't look like it's aimed at me, okay. the film. Right. There was a film a couple of years ago called The Guernsey... Potato Society or something like that. That's not aimed at me. That's not for me, that film. Sometimes it, you have, it quite you good, have to know, Paul, when it's not for you. Anyway, Mrs. Um, Harris goes to Paris. Mrs. Harris, it is called Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw it and I thought... A widow a... cleaning lady oh. in 1950s London falls madly in love with a couture Dior dress and decides... She must got a great cast by the look of it. Yeah. Got Leslie Manville's in it for goodness sakes. They're very good, uh, very good cast. Jason Isaacs. Anyway, doesn't sound like it's aimed at me. I bet it's good though. I mean, I like, just looking at those two, it, it's a mark of quality. So I think it probably is quite good. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I looked at that and I thought that is a Thursday call subject if ever I've seen one. Yeah, let's it. do Charlie's that with choice. footballers. Let's do that with footballers. Well, you started off with a good one. The best Ga- one I came up with was Gary Lineker uh, goes to the spinnaker. No, no that's too no. lumpy. Gary oh. Lineker up the spinnaker. Up the vinegar that, i was keeping it clean that's gary that's, <laughs> so am i it's your mind so gary lineker up the spinnaker of course is a trip to portsmouth trip where gary Port- goes up the spinnaker the, tower the well-known landmark and exactly. uh, pops down to fratton i'm sure talks us through some of the goals yeah. that he scored uh, at fratton played in the cup semi-final he did yeah yeah, yeah, Gaza yeah. Was on maybe bumps into day. darren anderson discusses spurs and portsmouth well, it, we, we've got a format what a lovely thing if, uh, the guys at his production, Goal Hanger, are listening. But uh, Gary, there we go. Up the you can have that for free. If anyone else has got any footballers in the style of Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, yeah. Um, no Carsten Yankers, all right. <laughs> the old Germany striker, please. <laughs> Remember what time of day it is. Um, the other thing we want to get you going on, we're actually going to set you to work. We don't know if this is going to work or not, but because no. it does involve you actually doing some. Uh, basic maths, well, you know, you can just do it all on your phone, can't you? Uh, this is off the back of a story today. Or I just read this in the sun. A pensioner has grown a massive five foot three and a half marrow. Uh, it says taller than uh, Aussie pop queen Kylie Minogue. Um, <laughs> so I just, I like the idea of Kylie being used as a unit of measurement. Yeah, lovely, yeah. Because often... Often you have these situations where, uh, like the, they say, it was the size, the, the site was the size of four football four pitches. Football and Andy's got this thing, it. he's always looking for football pitches being a, a unit of measurement outside of Double sport. decker bus is often one, Paul. That's right, size of a double decker bus. But uh, this one, uh, Kylie's, uh, let's work on the basis, uh, what is she? Let's say she's five foot four, Kylie. She's got a half okay, an inch on this marrow. Yeah, okay. She towers over this marrow. So um, let's say she's, is she five foot four? I suppose I should actually look it up. She's, she's five really. foot three and a half, is she? She, well, that's if, what the marrow is. Are we rounding she's up taller, or down? Said she's taller than that. Uh, Kylie Minogue okay. height. Even I've started Googling. Just talk yeah. amongst yourselves for a minute. <laughs> I imagine she's, she is probably that. Uh, I'd put it in metres. Yeah, you ever thanks. met her, Paul? You ever meet Kylie Minogue? Put it in the old man. No, I haven't, Charlie. Uh, have you? you? You should be so lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe you had. I thought just there, but you sucked David me in. Beckham goes to Peckham. Thank you, Tony in Manchester. Yeah. He's kicked us off, Paul. He's not going south of the river this time of night, is he? <laughs> I wouldn't think, uh, David. So uh, that's good. I don't know what it is. I mean, no, no. 
But I mean, TV series and films have been made made on less. Exactly. There we are. Well, they say she's five foot. Um, oh, it's taller. Okay, yeah. Okay. So saying she's five foot. Let's work on five foot. We'll go then. on five foot. That's right. easier as well. Where does she stand in the Jeanette Cranky envelope? I wonder. <laughs> there's another. There's another show I'd love to see. Yeah, the Jeanette Cranky envelope. That we, we'd all watch that, wouldn't we? <laughs> and the winner is five foot. Then Kylie. Um, so how many Kylies? Uh, and you've got to come up with some kind of sporting measurement yeah. for us this afternoon. Whatever you want it to be. It just has to be sports related. We for instance, you... how many Kylies laid end to end yeah. would you get round Silverstone? Okay. There we are. No idea. So, I don't know what the answer is, Paul. So how many so how many Kylies for a lap of Silverstone? <laughs> yeah. That's we don't want that one because we want you to phone us up with a question. How many Kylie's question? Look, we won't over egg it, but we'll see how it goes. But that's kind of up to you. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. That's oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. Just do some basic. You got you're working on five foot. Aren't you? Yeah, really. I mean, work it out um, before you ring. and work don't it out. Me. I don't know. I mean, and then say hello, boys. I've got this. We well, don't have to say it. Say you like. <laughs> great show. You don't have to say that. Eve, you might not think it. Say show. But Ter- just great show. Just um, come on and and give us uh, a unit. And we have to work it out. You'll know the answer, of course. We're not looking. We you need to know the answer. We just don't want to do it. <laughs> um, so you're not even trying here. Oh, my, our old mate Mark Carter. He says. Um, Ben Foster goes to Gloucester. He's just basically taking his kids' nursery rhyme book. (laughs) Lovely, yeah. Thank you very much for that, Mark. Nice idea. Yeah, he's got some time on his hands now. And he's from Gloucester, Mark, so he would would know. He'd probably cycle there, Ben Foster. He does that now, doesn't he? He's a cycling goalkeeper. He would, yeah, yeah. Ben Foster cycles to Gloucester. Last week. Hopefully, we'll see more. See and hear more of him on Talk Sport because he's turned into a fine pundit, I think. Anyway, this is not the Ben Foster hour. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, we did ask you, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris as a new film and Charlie is Charlie's Choice today. <laughs> Felt there was room for another film or TV show that, that There's a lot. had a very similar title. I mean, Harry Kane went to Spain. They're getting a bit Doctor's <laughs> Use. Like, it's like a kid's book now, and Dave from Anglesey. I yeah. suppose this, I mean, I hope he doesn't because it would. I can see him holding up a Barcelona shirt at some point. Uh, Perry and Lance on the ferry to France. There we are. It's Perry <laughs> Groves and Lance Armstrong present a fly-on-the-wall documentary about cross-channel lorry drivers. I'd like that, wouldn't you? That's the sort of thing that will come up. When you work in TV development, you come up with something like that, as I did for a short time, and then you think, well, would they do it? I think we can get Perry. It might be harder to get. Do they know each other? And then you think, you look yeah. at the other... I was sitting there with Andy in a room going mad, and you look at each other and think, what are we doing? We can't get Lance, and, and that's what rhymes with France. If, can anyone think... I mean, Lance Percival's sadly no longer with us, so we can't do that. There's not many famous Lances, are there? Um, Ulrika Johnson's ex-husband, wasn't he Lance? Yeah, but, I mean, how are we going to sell that with Perry Groves and Ulrika's ex-husband Lance? You've got Perry Groves. Oh, we've got, yeah. Well, look, we've got the that's talent. safe. We've got the talent on board. We're just looking for a bit of fluff to go with it, aren't we? But anyway, Perry. Imagine if Perry said no. We got Lance. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Lance. Chris the window cleaner. Tom Heaton goes to Nuneaton. It's very nice. I don't know what he's doing in Nuneaton. Yes, he's pushed uh, the window. I don't know. I mean, is that a, uh, there was one or two here that I thought had legs. Certainly. Um, where was the? Uh, there was an Italian one. See if I can find that for you. Has that disappeared? Got, got so many, Paul. That it's there's uh, thousands of them. Yeah, most of varying not quality. That not that one. There's a few. Not that one. Oh, there we are. Yeah. Gabriella. Uh, Gabriel Alessandro. Alessandro Nesta went to Leicester 
in a fiesta for a siesta. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, that's very nice, though. So he, he Follow pick, him all the way there. It's like a road up, trip. He picks up a kind of vintage Ford. Lovely, yeah. Well, you can still get them, of course. Can't you? Yeah, the yeah. new fiesta, maybe. He picks up the... And he drives to Leicester. Let's go with a Mark 1, Paul. And like antiques road trip. That'd look good, wouldn't it? be nice. It? Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah, Mark 1 fiesta. Anyway, you get the idea with that, or, or not, as the case may be. Talksport.com, text 81893, TSH and J. Don't forget, we've set you to work today oh, yeah. to come up with a sporting question, a sporting unit of measurement question. How many Kylies? We've uh, we've discovered there's a, a marrow that's five foot three and a half, which is taller than five foot uh, Kylie. But how many Kylies in your unit of measurement? You need to know the answer and set the question. Shouldn't take you long. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four, and you'll have the glory of stumping either me or Charlie or we've probably both. We've got a couple, Paul. I can test you, but we'll do that in a minute. Okay. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four to be today's how many Kylies? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, um, how many Kylies? There's an occasional oh, yeah, series lovely. we're launching today after a marrow taller than Kylie Minogue uh, won a, a prize. Um, five foot three and a half, uh, taller than the yeah. five foot Kylie Minogue. Yeah. So uh, we were looking, uh, it's lovely that Kylie's been used as a <laughs> unit of measurement. <laughs> so we thought we would have a unit of sporting measurement with lovely. a Kylie. And good old Alvin um, in Leeds has called us. Alvin, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, boys. Uh, I'm in Blackpool, actually. Oh, you're in Blackpool. Okay, okay. you've been hanging on. He's in Blackpool. Well, I'm a Leeds fan. Oh, you're a Leeds fan. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Alvin, you've got you've got how many Kylies? You've done the maths for us, which is very good. So, what is your question? And Andy, uh, Charlie, Charlie, and I'll try and arrive at an answer if we mm. can. Okay, right. Really good one. This, I think. So, it's uh, how many Kylies? Yeah. Are the length of the Grand National Horse Race? Oh, wow! Wow! How many Kylies make up the Grand National Aintree <laughs> Course? Wow! That be, I mean, is it? We'll kind of go nearest the pin, yeah. Charlie. Not no 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 uh, calculators. Oh no no, of course not. I'm, I'm just quizzed I mean, out. Paul. Just think of how many. What are we talking about? I mean, it's such okay. a long Hang race, a isn't well, it? Yeah, so what is it? Five foot well, of Kylie. Okay, I'm gonna go. How many five foot of Kylie? I'm gonna say. You're gonna go first. Uh, you, well, if you've got it, you go okay, first. Well, I haven't got it, have okay. I? Don't you want to get it exactly <laughs> right? I'm going to go... Yeah. Oh, no. Um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? 4,000. Four, I would have said maybe slightly more than that. Okay. I'll go I'll go 6,200 Kylies. Charlie has gone 4,000 Kylies, the length of the Grand National uh, course. Um, Alvin, who's nearest the pin and what's the answer? Well, one of you is, like, really close. Oh, oh. The, the correct answer is 4,224. Wow, yes. Charlie, that's impressive. Wow, wait, pretty good, eh? That is good I'm going. impressed. Yeah. Myself. Was it a... <laughs> you're not just impressed, you're shocked. I'm shocked. I don't know how the listeners got on. Did anybody get that exactly right? I'm one nil up in how many Kylies. you are. Charlie Baker, one ball spin in how many Kylies. Well... I mean, going into it, Alvin, what did you think? I mean, did, did you have? Did, what do you think it was going to be? Well, I just thought of uh, something with a, you know, a decent length. Yeah. Uh, which obviously is the Grand National, and then, which is four miles. Yeah. Kylie's five foot. Yeah. So I found out how many five foots there are in four miles. Yeah. <laughs> and then divided it by five and you get to that answer. There we are. Well, now, I'm, so, we are. I'm sure you've got much better things to do in Blackpool today. <laughs> so we really do thank you for being the first ever question setter in, and possibly the last, we'll see from the listeners, in how many Kylie's. Yeah. Good man, Alvin. Have a good day. How are you feeling about Leeds at the moment? 
Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going well. Um, Jesse March, I think he's doing a pretty good job. We're getting away from the, uh, we're getting away from the, well, Ted Lasso uh, sort of uh, comparison. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I think he's, I think he's recruited really well, having lost Rafinha and uh, Calvin Phillips in the summertime. And uh, yeah, good squad. I don't think we'll be bothering with relegation this year. No, I think you're, I think you're probably right. Cheers, Alvin. All the best. Thanks very much. Thanks, boys. There we are, Alvin there in Blackpool, the Leeds How many Kylie's... Well done, though. Thank you, thank you, Paul. Yeah. 1-0. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> this one, this is quite hard to pull off. You have to think about the likelihood of this being made. Pogba and Drogba go to Bognor. Lovely, but first, I mean, just spend a day in Bognor. Probably pop into Butlins. Imagine the shot of turning around this Didier and Paul. How are they getting there? Are they getting um, there in one of their flashy cars, Paul? I'd or? like to think they'd drive. It's a bit like a, yeah, it'd be like the trip. Be like a sort of... They'll both be doing Michael Caine impressions <laughs> in the car. But I uh, didn't put your name on that one, but thank you. Oh, Alison nice. Becker goes to Mecca, says Mike in Ottawa. Wow, well, that would lovely. Be, that would be an interesting one. I'm assuming they mean the place, not the bingo. They've not, not got Becker going down down the bingo. No, I mean, there could be. It could you know, be the history of Mecca, bingo history from of Liverpool's bingo with him, Brazilian couple goalkeeper. couple of old ladies with him. That's right. And, you know, so, and then they get him to do a bit of calling. Yeah, That lovely, would be you know. good, wouldn't it? Yeah. In goal, number one. That, yeah, that's that's a winner. Tony Cotty goes to Lanzarote, says Mark. I mean, he probably does, I can actually. imagine that's I imagine, just his... I imagine that's his holiday plans average, this year. Average June. 
Yeah. Tony, I can imagine. Uh, Timu Puki surfing in Newquay. That's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> well, we'd all watch it, wouldn't we? That's from Steve. He's delivering white goods in Norfolk. That doesn't rhyme, Steve. Some of them Steve are Steve like... delivering white goods in Norfolk. It doesn't... doesn't really work. Some of them are like kids. They're, they're like you know, sort of kids' books, aren't they? <laughs> Dwight York in Cork goes to Cork and eats some pork from a fork. I mean, you know, you're not five. Come on, now. <laughs> um, How'd you know? Uh, Tom Eaton How'd goes you know? to Nunny. That this... might have been. St- Kids can text Paul. Yeah. Ledley King goes to Beijing, says Paul. He probably does <laughs> probably. as a Spurs ambassador. He's probably been a few times. Also, if he'd, if he'd you know, played a little bit longer on, that might have been how his career had ended up. Steve, yeah. <laughs> Steve the drummer, um, Steve the drummer says, David Gower up the Blackpool Tower. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a clash of it's a, it's an interesting because Blackpool is kind of fish and chips and yeah. the Blackpool and the illuminations and there's posh old David yeah. walking along the front, fish eating, out of water, eating eating mini donuts out of a bag. <laughs> I mean, you just that's not ga- for a that's pound. not Gower. That's not Gower, is it? No, I like this. Let's see. If we Gower can get this. on the Gower. You could do though. Gower yeah, on David the Gower. Gower yeah, that's, that's not. That, that's not. Doesn't work. No, no, no. Uh, Hawksby and Baker off to Jamaica. Well, let's see if we can get Why that not, one, mate. Can we? Get, we can get that get one. The Must do a short yeah. from there, as Alan used to say. Andy Cole goes to Wookie Hole. Do you know where Wookie Hole is, Paul? I think it's. Um, well, Andy Cole lives down the road from me now, so I, I can knock you on could... his door and ask him if he's interested in doing a TV show <laughs> heading to Wookie Hole. Um, we'll find out. Um, Sally Gunnell in the Channel oh. Tunnel. <laughs> Sorry? That's a good one. What's that one? Sally Gunnell in the Channel Tunnel. That sounds like nice. a winner. Just. Never outside it, just always underground. We have got, we've, we have got another, um, um, another. Uh, how many Kylies? Let's squeeze that oh, in. Okay, Who's lovely. got it for us? Tony, the City fan. Hello, hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hello, boys. Yeah. So, how many Kylies? It's pretty oh, straightforward. Lovely. Kylie's five foot. Um, she's bigger than that record breaking. Well, she's shorter than the record breaking five, uh, three and a half marrow. So, mm. uh, what's your question? Your sporting question for how many Kylies today, Tony? Well, if you're going to lay, lay Kylie down mm. for the London Marathon next month, yeah. how many would you need? Wow, the Ooh. London... How many Kylies in the London okay. Marathon? Um, mm. okay. okay, I would go... Uh, I'm going to go... I, I think you're going to need 21,900 Kylies. Mm. Charlie, what are you going for? I think for? you're going to need... 26,500 Kylie's. Well, you've done the maths. Tone, what do you think? Right, well, in feet, it's 138,435. Mm. So divide that by five, it gives you a, a total of 27,687. 27? So, again, Charlie. So, you're I mean, really I am good, good at, at this. how many I mean, Kylies? with respect, you're rubbish at the birthday spread, <laughs> but you're really good at this. Wow. 2 0. 2 0 to Charlie and how many Kylies? Unassailable lead, I think. Tony, we appreciate you doing Thank the maths you, for us. Thanks ever so much. All the best. Not a problem, lads. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, uh, Zeppelin's Cashmere, of course. We play that because it is the music for Autobiography Wars. Autobiography Wars. And uh, we're talking biographies and autobiographies uh, now because uh, this show is big fans uh, of Booked and Second Yellow, the two books that uh, John Smith and Danny Truffle put together, uh, where they read thousands of uh, <laughs> footballers' autobiographies so you didn't have to and picked out all of the gold. Um, and uh, John is flying solo this time. Uh, on the uh, the third in the trilogy, final third, and he's joined us in the studio. Good afternoon, John. Afternoon. Thanks for having me. Three, you reckon 300 uh, biographies, autobiographies? Read 300, you read? yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, it's too many, isn't it? Wow. It's got <laughs> a mess with your head. too many. <laughs> <laughs> have they got better? I seem to think they have. Because over, I mean, the, the footballer's biography in the early days, they would get together with a sort of local journalist, or a bloke from the local paper, and they'd bash out this sort of hagiography. And it was, in the eighth minute I did this. And there was, there was never any insight. It was just the sort of thing they sold in the club shop. But I think you have to work that lot. I mean, with the advances getting bigger, you have to work a bit harder, don't Definitely. you? And the game and the profile of the game is yeah, big. definitely and you think sort of modern players need the money less as well so yeah. you know, mm. they've become a, a lot slicker but with those, with those older ones there's sort of a golden period late 70s early 80s when just some get through and you think how have, how have you published this yeah. how have three people thought this was alright to publish yeah um, some, of the, some of the stories they come out with so you do so you do get that you know on Tuesday we played away at Sheffield United and it rained and we won 1-0 and then on Saturday we played Plymouth or whatever yeah. and then yeah. but then they'll drop in something outrageous that happened on a tour so that's sort of been the the motivation for all of these books. Can you find but, something in every one of them, John? Is there one that stands out as possibly the worst football biography oh, of all what's time? What's the worst? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Some of them are very, very dry. Yeah. Um, it's often when they don't want to give much away. I mean, I think Andrea, well, I think, I think Andrea yeah. Agassi's autobiography changed the game a little bit, didn't, didn't it? Because yeah, such incredible. a great sports yeah. book, uh, a book about him care. as a person. You know, you they know. don't need to get a job in the Legends Lounge after. I mean, no. A lot of players no. at one time add an eye to the fact I don't want to slag him off because he's now the commercial director at the club, and I, you know, I won't be in there in the lounges. But yeah, they exactly. They don't have to do that anymore, do they? Oh yeah, the, the axe grinding and grudge bearing. Yeah. Is, is where the that is a theme, isn't it? That is a theme. And you talk about that in the book that some players you think just say yes to writing a book so they can they can grind an axe. You talk about Matt Letizia settling a score with Ian Branfoot. Yeah, in his book. yeah. Although he gives him um, in that one, he gives him like a right to reply. So he gets Ian Branfoot to write a bit of his forward. Wow. So that Ian Branfoot, has, well, it, even though idea. they fell out spectacularly, he gets him to to write a bit in his forward to sort of put his. Put his side of things, wow. you know. We're in Branford saying, "Oh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful player," but there's a reason the big clubs didn't come in for him. The other bit I loved as well. You you pick out quite a lot of inconsistencies in the books, where you know you hear a story from different perspectives. Mm. And the best one is the infamous Harry Redknapp bringing on a fan in a pre-season friendly. Yeah, and Razor Ruddock writes about it in his book. And uh, there, there's a few inaccuracies. Just I think. one or two. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He sort of. I mean, that's a you know. It's a, Hoary old story, and it's a nice classic 90s tale. You know, the basics of it are Harry Redknapp. Uh, we were playing away, West, I say we, West Ham, yep. we're playing away at Oxford City. Uh, a fan behind him's heckling Lee Chapman. So he puts the fan on the pitch and he has a run around, <laughs> and I think he scored a goal that was then ruled out for offside. Yeah. Um, that happened, I think, four years before Neil Ruddock turned up at West Ham. But he's playing oh, in this game. Neil Ruddock, oh, in Neil Ruddock's version, he's playing. Um, <laughs> yeah. The guy borrows Rio Ferdinand's boots. Rio <laughs> Ferdinand must have been about 15 at the time. Uh, he goes on and plays up front with Paolo Di Canio, who again didn't join until five years later, and John yeah. Hartson, who was gone by the time Di Canio was there, but also wasn't now. So he's just embellished <laughs> it, just, I, I just made that, it his own. I don't mind that, because that's like folklore, isn't it? That's like, yeah. that's like stories being handed down over time yeah. you know it changes yeah. the fish gets bigger you know yeah as, absolutely as, yeah it's just it more and more layers to one it. I absolutely love is Pat Nevin's um, well, Pat's a, quite a Pat recent one fantastic yeah, I've read it recently yeah. absolutely fan- I, don't, I don't know if it's in here but yeah, it, fan- yeah. fantastic fantastic I, I love that you, you also some of the players talk about what they would have done if they'd not been footballers yes. that kind of mm. question that Shoot used to mm. ask and the best one was Clyde Best uh, the great West Ham <laughs> player Clyde said 
I think I would have been a panel beater, he said, but I don't like a lot of loud banging. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a problem. Yeah, it? it sounds like he's thought of that for all of 30 <laughs> seconds before he's answered I don't that. want to be yeah. in a really noisy workshop where people are banging metal for quite a while. And forwards. A lot of, Sir Alex oh, Ferguson, he's by, a, yeah. for, for a knight of the realm and a, and a legend, he's a very accommodating man. And oh, he's available. always had this thing he's about the fact, right, yeah. <laughs> always, For an ex-player or for anybody, he'll always write a forward, which is decent yeah. of him. Um, I'm sure he just does it for free because he likes the person Maybe that's involved. your next book. Absolutely. Yeah. Forward Forwards, by. Well, there's, a, there's a chapter devoted to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, because exactly. there was enough. So that was one of the things with this oh, third great. book. Yeah. So with the, with the others, there's, um, you know, you'd be making notes on everything and you know that you've got a couple of forward stories and, and then a couple more forward stories. And you think, oh, if I, you know, if there's a few more, then there's a chapter in that. Yeah. So, yeah, finally, I, I put a chapter in that. And you're right. If Alex Ferguson or Kenny Dalgleish are writing your forward, then you've done all right and you know you've got a... a a safe pair of hands. Yeah. Um, Sometimes people get celebrities to showbiz people. Often. Yeah. They get. They bring in. Don't Ray they? Winston does Frank McAvenny's. Um, yeah. Oh, really. I love uh, the, the Bill Harry Maynard. Red... Oh, Bill Maynard really? out of Heartbeat. Green yeah, Grass yeah, out of yeah, Heartbeat Green... does Frank Worthington's. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a book that is. I mean, oh, that, amazing. Yeah. Well, if was, anyone wants to find a, a that's decent amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Book one, one or book one. two. Uh, we read it really early on, so it's so sort of through the three. One hump or two. One hump or two. You know what? You can't buy it. It's it's very expensive. We had to buy it for a Saturday morning for autobiography. Oh, I've got one if you want it. And and you must have it. It's gone. I'm not blaming anyone at Talk Sport, but it has gone missing. Somebody's had it. Someone's away. had well, it away. It's, it's, it's a seminal work in the in, in terms of uh, football <laughs> yeah. autobiographies. Have they become yeah, more yeah. confessional? It feels to me like they've they've become. More, and I don't know if that's since Tony Adams' book or yeah, possibly. if they've all been more confessional. And yeah, is it harder in some of these more recent books to find these sort of nuggets? Or is yeah, it better well, in the older stuff? I think some of them go darker. Some of yeah. them have got a, yeah, got a, a darker story yeah. to tell. Um, uh, like Matt Piper, you remember Matt Piper played yeah. Leicester and Sunderland. Yeah. He's came out recently. It was really really good. But it's you know it's yeah. quite dark. But yeah, yeah, I think you're right with the Tony Adams one and Paul McGrath's as well. Um, where he's obviously yeah, that's a brilliant read yeah. as well. Yeah. Nick- um, nicknames is a, another section. Obviously, how people arrive at their nicknames. And in, in, in footballer fashion, you only have to do anything once. Exactly. So you do something once, <laughs> and that's your nickname forever. Yeah. Uh, and Andy Townsend, uh, of course, one of our colleagues here. Uh, known as Shaky, uh, you say after shaking Stevens, he once wore double denim into training, and that was enough. <laughs> That's what it took. That's and it. from that yeah. moment, he was um, shaky. Yeah, Jim Beglin turned up at Liverpool in um, a pair of denim dungarees. Yeah, and then he's Dexy. Yeah, exactly. forever. <laughs> of course, yeah. That's it. Beautiful. As you say you only have to do it once. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Carter, the former Millwall and Arsenal uh, winger, uh, was known as Peanut, wasn't he? Yes. No, so he's Peanut after. President Jimmy Carter being a peanut farmer, obviously. Yeah. But as I say in the book, he did really well because on his first night out at Arsenal, he, he wet himself. So I think he's, <laughs> I think he's done really well to keep think, peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> Groves was uh, was in attendance that night, was he or yes. not? Yeah, yeah I think that, that might have come from Groves' It's, book. it's yeah. often the players that have got, got less to lose yeah. t- that, that will, will be a bit more uh, honest, isn't it? And... Uh, one of my favourites is not just because he managed Torquay, but was Gary Nelson's left foot forward. That's yeah, yeah. It really gives you that sort of low down on being yeah. a slightly yeah. lower league footballer, Absolutely. you know, really, really interesting. And he's a good writer as well, yeah. that's the difference. Writes really well. Have yeah. the titles got better, John, over the years? Because I remember, and he's one Andy always comes up with, Gordon West, 1969 <laughs> classic, Championship in My Keeping. Uh, it might have been 1970. But, you know, again, it was one of those that yeah. were sold in, in, the, in the club shop. But, they, I mean, I've always thought Stranger in Allardyce was a wasted oh, opportunity. Yeah. But they, <laughs> they do, they, I mean, they get, they get a bit better. They're still quite punny, the titles, aren't they, of the books? Yeah. yeah. 
And normally yeah. a pun on the name, isn't it? Or yeah. whatever. You usually look like um, Archie Knox's School of Hard Knocks and stuff. Yeah, like School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a lovely. I mean, it's no Pam St Clement end of an earring. You know, no, it's, oh, it's, lovely. I mean, we're That's... never going to. You're <laughs> never going to get better than that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't think she played for Arsenal though. So, <laughs> have you got a have you got an absolute favourite in this one? Is there one that, as you go back and read it, uh, that, that still makes you chuckle and you absolutely love from this yeah. this so, third book, John? So I put um, I put an eleven in the in the back of the book because the last chapter in here is about lists. Mm. Um, all the footballers love a list. So I thought I'd do one on my own. I put an mm. eleven in the back of the book of um, you know all the, all, yeah, all the best favorite. books. Yeah, so my yeah. absolute favourite is uh, Paul Lakes. Oh yeah, that's that um, is a, that's a very good book. Read, it's a cracker. It's got everything. It's yeah. got you know there's there's tragedy there. You know in his career, in the, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's light as well as a lot of a lot of funny stories. Yeah. In I remember it being a very moving book. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it's is, great, isn't it? It's got yeah. everything. It's a kind of a player fighting to get back and knowing it's you know it's it's almost like a, it's like a boxing move in its own way of somebody knowing they're trying to get back, trying to get back, and it's heartbreaking read, isn't it? Really? Absolutely, yeah. If I was recommending one, it would be that. Um, one for laughs, and he was in a little while ago, was Mick Rathbone, the legendary physio. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, Baz, The Smell of Football, which is a, a, a great book, isn't it? It's a great book. Have you, did you have him in recently yeah, for, for the second in, one? Yes, the, yes that's, so, right. yeah. that's right. Oh, this is the first one. Yeah, yeah, he came, yeah. He came in for the second book recently. Yeah, yeah. great. So I'll, I'll admit I, I was unfamiliar with his work until, yeah. um, until I came across the book. But, yeah, it's a great book. Um, yeah. You know, from being – he played under Alf Ramsey at Birmingham – Talks about like his crisis of confidence as in his in his playing ability and in his perm in his early <laughs> days, and then he's done everything you know physio at Everton, um, sort of a club legend at Preston, um, and then uh, his brief time in charge at Halifax is is really good as well. He's got sort of got his own Ali Dia story. Yeah, um, uh, a guy called Godfrey Adebu. Uh, who he signed? Um, the agent told him that he'd been playing in Serie A, and then it turned out he'd been playing in Syria. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's and lovely. our own Darren Bent, who's coming up next, is is pictured in the book. Uh, where where does Darren feature? Well, that was just in nicknames about the confusing because he was at Tottenham at the same time as Darren Bentley. Right, and there's David a lot Bentley. Of, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a there's a lot of um, Bents and Benty. Uh, so he, he's, he remained Benty as he is yeah, now. Yeah. Um, so Bents had to be David so Bentley. So David Bentley has to be Bents. How did Harry Bentz cope with that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he wouldn't That's have coped much. well on the training ground, would he? It's a shame one of them didn't come in in Denham Dungarees. Just looking at the, going through the uh, names of the autobiographies, I mean, that's a good quiz in itself. Mm. Yeah. I could do with you there, but yeah. we won't do it now. <laughs> but I will also not ask you to name Paul Cannell's. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. That's, tremendous. that's for that's for the yeah. late crowd. People that, need to yeah. Google that one if they want. Yeah, to. yeah, the title and the book though. The book oh, is really? sensational. Yes, oh, they okay. sort of self-published. Um, um, so he played for Newcastle and Sunderland, but yeah, a lot of the stories come from playing in America. So he was in that North American Soccer League and played with Cruyff and you know oh, wow. Beckenbauer and, and played against all those. Another one's good for that is uh, Steve the ex Steve Hunt. Steve Hunt's yeah. book. Yeah, that's, with that's, Cosmos, that's a really yeah, good one, that's yeah. got because that's like football's parallel universe, yeah. isn't it? Going from Cov to celebrating goals with Beckenbauer and Pelé. Absolutely, there's one in there where he, he takes a red card for Pele. Basically, Pele starts throwing punches. Yeah. And Steve Hunt gets sent off because and the referee just says to him, Well, I can't send him off, can I? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's brilliant, John. It's a labour of love, I'm sure, but it's it's well worth it. It's a great read Thanks, again. John. So uh, final third, it is uh, out now, uh, published by Pitch, it's out in hardback.
And uh, the first two still available, I take Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So you can find booked and second. I'd buy all three for someone for Christmas. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's a nice Christmas present that would be. You, you agree that's a good idea? Oh, they'll, they'll love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> What's this Christmas more than you're that? Nodding at that? But okay, sure. <laughs> sure. To, to paraphrase, so once you buy one, you'll buy more. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. I mean, you can start with the third and work your way back, or because they're all pretty self-contained. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Lovely to see you, John. Brilliant. Thanks so much for having me, guys. So there we are. This John Smith, author of Final. Third, it's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just learned something I never knew from uh, final third. Oh yeah, um, Doug Ellis. A little section on the Doug Ellis in their board games chapter. And uh, John says what well, I thought. Um, John Smith, who just left us, I always thought that Deadly Doug Ellis got his nickname because he was forever sacking managers. Apparently, Deadly Doug got his nickname. Uh, after the way he took a club to a salmon on a fishing trip with Jimmy Greaves. Oh, <laughs> it stuck Deadly from Doug. there. It stuck from Goodness there. What about that? Anyway, highly recommended final third and indeed the first two books as well. Now, uh, we move on to uh, the Scottish Cup. Another competition until we get to the closing stages uh, we speak a great deal about. But uh, we do so today because uh, Doncaster City FC feel they have a right to play in the Scottish Cup. And here to tell us more from the club, Josh Rutherford. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, lads. How are we? Yeah, good, thanks, well, Josh. We're good. We're, I mean, obviously, we saw this story and we were, we were intrigued. Yeah. So there you are in South Yorkshire, far away from Scotland. So why can do you feel you can play in the Scottish Cup? Right. So it dates back to 1136. And well, it's, only, was... it's only 20 to 3 now. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's been a busy day, lad. Yeah. <laughs> so, really, that long ago. So, sorry, I interrupted you with a really weak gag. So, carry on. <laughs> um, so, like I said, eleven thirty-six, um, Doncaster was ceded to King David of Scotland by King Stephen of England uh, in the first Treaty of Durham. And as you know, you had at the end of that, of exactly. course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, everyone knows that. Yeah, um, and it officially was never given back. So wow. now it surfaced a few years, I think it was 2014, and an ex-mayor of Doncaster actually was quite all for it. So it's not only us. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. Does this mean you could play in the Scottish League as well if you, if you, you know, went uh, through the relevant process? You have to go through the pyramid. Well, that's not for us to decide, <laughs> no. uh, unfortunately. Um, that's up to the SFA to decide, and we've submitted an application to play in next year's Scottish Cup, so we're waiting for a response. So, so you haven't heard from the Scottish FA yet, no? No, it was only the application was sent a couple of days ago. Okay, and you can think of no loopholes. There's no, <laughs> and there's no amendments to it. There's, uh, I mean, as far as you know, this this still stands. Well, yeah, there's no other records showing that it's been handed back, so um, that's up for the historians to delve into. Right. I mean, how do you think you'd fare when you look at the standard of the Sheffield and Hallamshire County uh, League Division 2 compared with the the, the Scottish League structure? Do you think you could pit yourself against uh, some of the teams in the Scottish Cup, some of the non-league sides early on? Where would you want to come into the competition? At the very bottom, you think? Yeah, I think if you're going to show some respect and we do somehow end up end up in the competition then we've got to start from the bottom up um earn your way up i suppose but in terms of the question of how would we fare it's a cup competition and as you've seen over the years you cover football enough anyone could beat anyone in the cup yeah. so why not dream big 
Yeah, be a lively weekend as well. Away any, as well. Yeah, it would be. Oh, yeah, be a good good trip for everybody, would it? To go up for the match. So, um, what do you know? With kind of what region of Scotland where this was signed, or or anything like that? I mean, it's, I just wonder if there's any sides that you would love to play. I'm looking at the first round draw of the Scottish Cup that was made back in August, and uh, some of the teams. Which in, cup is this? Because I know Sutton United and, and Boreham Wood played. Did they play in the uh, league? A, cup? a couple of seasons. Ago, this is yeah, the, in the this Scottish is, League. Cup. This is the Scottish. This is the Scottish FA. Like cup, the FA Cup. Okay, sure. Yeah, so yeah. obviously the Scottish FA Cup would be the one that we'd aim for. Yeah. Um, now, obviously people's queries on could it be done, but Berwick Rangers and Tweedmouth Rangers are geographically in England mm. and they play in Scotland. Yeah. And obviously more apparent down here, Cardiff, Swansea, they play in the English League. So why not is the question we're asking. You could play yeah. uh, Hill of Beath Hawthorne. That's good, isn't it? Exactly them. That's we'd love to play them. That would be good. Some of the other where teams. Are they, you could where find are they baseball? Hill of Beef. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, somewhere in the Hill of Beef. I'm guessing. <laughs> Inverary Loco Works. Why could not? be playing them? That'd be good. They'll be listening now, going, yeah, we'll yeah, take, we'll take them. On. They'd, they'd love, they'd love a tie away at Doncaster City. I'm sure <laughs> it's on everyone's minds. There's a team called Open Gold Broomhill. Wow, so maybe you you could uh, you could draw. I don't know where they got their name from. Sounds like a trap, <laughs> doesn't it? That sounds, sounds like, like a trap. Easier, easier game. <laughs> <laughs> Banks OD. Banks oh, OD banks versus D, yeah. um, versus Doncaster City. Well, Why not? Um, yeah. Well, let's let's see how that pans out. When when are you hoping to get an answer? Because I mean, I'm just wondering: Have you missed out on doing it this year? Would it have to be next year's tournament? Uh, yeah, I think the competition's already started this year, yeah. so it wouldn't need to be next year now. Obviously, as soon as possible. Um, I mean, our league campaign started with our next games on Saturday against a team called Sheffield Medics. Mm. Um, so myself and Luke um, Van Dome, uh, my partner in the media, he we cover the games. Mm-hmm. So all our games are on YouTube, put out on Twitter. Um, he does a great job with all that. So it's all out there for people to see. It's free entry. Um, but like you said, we'd love we'd love an answer. Um, as soon as possible because there's a lot yeah. of noise around it and I'm sure they're being pressured from media outlets yeah. as well for, for questioning. It seems like there's no reason not to other than having uneven amount of teams. would be. You'd <laughs> yes. have to find someone might, else as you'd well. Have to, you'd have to kick someone Well, it, it might perk other teams up in England to, to try yeah. it as well. So yeah. if that's somebody who wants, some team wants to do it, then we'll even it up. That's fine. We'll, uh, we'll travel up together if it's easier. Do you ever get a friendly against Donny Rovers in during the? Is that a pre-season? Is that a pre-season? Oh, that's a touchy subject. So oh, we okay. we were only formed. We were only formed in June. Right. Um. So there's been a bit of disrepute amongst local fans. Do they oh, like okay. us? Are we a problem? Are we going to become yeah. a problem? But Ooh, listen. Yeah. It's a We're good trying problem to have, isn't it? It's a good problem, problem to have. have. You've, made a, Paul, you've, made, you've made a huge, huge mistake, Paul. Just, oh, yes. Just before you let it go. <laughs> what did I say? It's in the... Inverary oh, um, so loco not, works, so not Inverare. It's a different town, Paul. Inverary's, yeah. I was up there the other day. I stopped, what a different lovely town. place, by the way. I stopped there, there just are. up on the west coast. Yeah. Lovely. Did you get a Sorry, shirt? It's the wrong place. I, I'm not on their ground. I just oh, okay. uh, ventured into one of their pubs. Anyway, uh, nice one. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll keep in touch, Thanks, Josh. Josh. Good luck with it. Yeah, we'll look out for you in the Scottish Cup. Celtic at Hamden in the final. It'll be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it? Cheers, lads. We'll, uh, we'll try and sort you a ticket when we uh, yeah, play lovely. one. Nice one. Lovely. Hamden, Send it good. to Paul. We'll there we there. are. Josh Rutherford there from Doncaster City FC. Yeah, brilliant. You've embarrassed yourself Ruff, there. Ruffling. Paul. Well, I don't know. With you, do with I? Your, with I just thought it was. The, I thought it was a sort of Gallic spelling. I knew it yeah. was spelled differently. I just thought that was the Scottish spelling of it. You know, I can't keep up on 
not yeah. Scottish. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, uh, the birthday spread returns then. And Charlie's in good form off the back of mm. how many Kylie's today. So let's yeah. see if he can carry that into the birthday spread. A simple game. Andy Jacobs uh, has compiled 10 birthdays from uh, the week. Uh, he's got a gilt edge gag attached to each one, each one of them. We have to try and guess the ages. Um, and it's the one with the shortest margin of error after guessing 10 birthdays. What is the winner? Lovely. Jeff Peters keeps score. Well, let's say hello to Andy first. Good afternoon, Andy. Hey, Andy. Uh, good afternoon, boys. Yes. Uh, back after two weeks. Looking forward to this. Do you feel um, Do you feel you have some good quality material yeah, yeah. today? Uh, very good. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's the fatal, isn't it, to we'll do that? Yeah. Yes, he's set the bar high. As we said, <laughs> somebody high. has to keep score. Jeff Peters does that. Hi, Jeff. Hi, good oh. afternoon to you, lads. Yeah, not in oh, the nerve dear. centre. Oh, not today. in the nerve centre. And one of your exotic Mexico, trips, Mexico, is it? Mexico? Mexico or Ibiza? No, it's a, it's a, it's Ibiza this time. Oh, Although okay. I've been really busy. I've, I've spent most of my time on IMDB trying to upvote Andy, oh, you know, yeah. to get his score <laughs> up, yeah. Are you, uh, are you DJing while out there or are you on holiday? It's holiday, but I'm doing a little bit. You're doing a little bit. You just keep oh, your hand, keep when, your hand, keep on people the, ask you or not on the tools. Keep it on the tools. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah, brilliant. So, what's the score, Jeffers? Thing stand? Do we know? Yeah, uh, well, Paul, you've won nine in a row, and yeah, you lead Charlie yeah, thirty to thirteen. Oh, oh okay, thirty thirteen. I won the last one, I think. Yeah, so it's terrible, isn't it? It's so it's really close as well. Yeah. It's not like yeah, can I do the infamous ten in a row? No. Can I do it? Let's find well, out then. Palais always helps us out. Obviously, the decimal. That's it. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Um, so, Andy, give us uh, the first birthday. Yes, well, we're starting off with a couple of cricketers this week, the Ooh. first of which is Kepler Vessels, who played for Australia and, of course, South Africa. Yeah. And uh, I know Kepler, she was very unfortunate when I invited him to a dinner party, and I kept him waiting an hour for the food and then proceeded to burn the entire meal. Yeah. Kepler was starving, and he started screaming and shouting more than anyone else. But as you know, empty vessels make the most noise. <laughs> Oi, beautiful. <laughs> Come on. Nice. Kepler so Vessels. Nice. Um, Kepler Vessels. 52. Oh, really? Okay. Might have gone a bit higher. 54. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just sucks you out, honestly. 65. <laughs> <laughs> I might have gone a bit high. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was younger than that. Yeah, I think I've seen him. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm feeling 50s. older because I remember him playing, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, what's he that? It's 94. A, yeah, not a good start, is it, Jeff? No, it's Paul 13, Charlie 11. Yes. Charlie 11, not much in it. No, okay. No, okay, here we go. Uh, we speak to him often on the programme. It's the cricketer and journalist Derek Pringle. Oh, yeah. Pring. And uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, but Derek is completely addicted to bubble wrap. That's the thing about Pringle. <laughs> Once he pops, he can't stop. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Charlie, you go first. We alternate, of course, listeners, uh, on this until the last one. I always one. thought he'd be good for a deodorant ad. Really? Pringle is the right sweater. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I'll, have, I'll write that down have for next year. Have that yeah, for next year. He's a right sweater for next year. Very good. Uh, Pringle. Derek Pringle. I think he's 61. Well, that's pretty good going. Thanks, Paul. 63. 64. Oh, he's got it back. He's clawed a back couple back. Anyway. So what's yeah. that down to the scores, Jeff? Paul, you're one out. Charlie, three out. It is 14 all. Wow. 14 all. So exciting, isn't what it? What a game. Even early doors, it's tight. Okay. 
Next up. Okay, here we go with birthday number three. He presented through the keyhole from 87 to 2003. It's the broadcaster Lloyd Grossman. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoyed his original, uh, sorry, his Origins of Rock History tours. Oh, and yeah. one of them, we visited a flat where Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend, John Entwistle, and Keith Moon used to stay. <laughs> and Lloyd said, Who lives in a house like this? Yeah, very nice. Who? Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, I imagine he's kind of getting on now. Nice pasta so I used to like his tomato and chilli pasta sauce as a yeah. student. Does that help, Paul? <laughs> That's good. But, I mean, the picture on it was probably him in his <laughs> 40s. Yeah. So it's a bit, it doesn't really help us now, does it? Yeah. It's got to be getting on. Iceman. 78. I think you're in the right area there, yeah. 77. 72. A little well, bit younger. Okay, than okay. Who okay. would live in a warden assisted flat like this? <laughs> 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 Who would wear a button around their neck like yeah. this? Yeah, that's right. Who would wear a panic alarm like this? So, what's that done with the scores? Uh, it's only 72. Practically Andy's age. This program's so ageist. Practically Andy's age. Through the keyhole. Yeah. Through the keyhole. Can't see right. Right. Okay, what's that down um, the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul, you're six out onto 20, Charlie five out onto 19, yes. one in it after three. Yes. Okay, Ooh, yeah, exciting. Good game, yeah. Okay, birthday number four, the composer and vibraphone player. I'm a massive fan. Roy Ayers. Roy Ayers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Roy. And Roy's great-great-grandfather was in business with the legendary Victorian cricketers W.G. Grace and his brother Fred. They considered themselves superior in every way, did Ayers and Grace. Ayers. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Ayers. Okay. He rocks. You um, that joke rocks. I, mean, I just does. did it <laughs> before you, Jeff, unfortunately. Um, All right. Oh, play jazz vibes, Charlie? Yeah, love jazz. Play jazz vibes. Oh, he'd be good there. Oh, yes. I'm going to say 82. That's a good guess. Thanks, Paul. 84. 82. Oh, because you get extra points. Good spot. Okay, well, we can't introduce it halfway through a game when you've just got one right. You get one spot on, that's it, you've won the game, I think. You know what? You can't suggest that. You know what Rushton's like. That's the birthday spread. You can never change the rules with Max. Once you set the rules, they may never change. We'd have to go have to go to Cass. Which he could do. You could do that before the show, couldn't you? You could go to Cass. Yeah, exactly. See what he says. Okay. So what's happened there? Uh, Paul, two out onto 22. Charlie, direct hit, stays on 19. Yes. Ooh, three in it, going into halftime, the last birthday. It's the swimmer and two-time Paralympic gold medalist from 2004, Nairi Kindred. Mm. Nairi Kindred. And I just <laughs> travelled to northern Scotland to visit her, her distillery. Oh, yeah. We found we had a lot in common, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you're not even finishing. Not even gonna, just gonna, I don't have do to, it. do I? No, you, you don't. Yeah. Doing the Ikea Fill joke. In. There's the bit you make yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah. a Harold Bratback version <laughs> um, I don't like to hammer it home no okay um, spirit in case you don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> just in case kindred spirit kindred spirit kindred spirit kindred spirit um, I, in case you didn't get it um, yeah uh, just think um, mm. 41 mm. Forty-one. When was she in the Paralympics? Two thousand and four. Forty-one. Twenty. Yeah, you're about right there. Forty-two. She's forty-two. Oh, oh, wow. I win again. I win again. Yeah, the, the double point system not in place though. <laughs> it's, it's just so what's that done? The scores. Okay. We heading half time, Jeff. 
Paul, one out onto 23. Charlie, another direct hit on 19. So four in it at the halfway stage. Wow. Yeah. Good game. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Okay, we get the uh, second half underway with the president of Zimbabwe, wow. Emerson Mangangwa. Emerson Mangangwa. And uh, I spent uh, uh, hours in my youth playing his football boss computer game, LME Mangangwa. LME Mangangwa. Yeah. This goes back to an old advert we had on Talk Sport with, um, with Alan Hansen. That's um, your best. Yeah. He's an LMA manager, but for some reason they didn't do enough because Alan just goes LMA. Doesn't pronounce fairly any of the words. Anyway, I have not a clue. Not a clue. President Zimbabwe. I'm going to say seventy. Not a clue. I might go a bit younger. I'm going to go sixty. Oh, he's 80. Wow. Okay. Okay. He's okay. old for a president. He is, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay, well, that's, that's made it very interesting. Jeff. Kindred spirit. Oh, right. <laughs> that's it. He gets it now. He's got it now. He's finally worked it out. Well done, Jeff. <laughs> um, so, Paul is a whopping 20 out on that and moves on to 43. Wow. Charlie is 10 out, moves on to 29. 14 in it, six wow. to go. Oh, way, Charlie. Ooh. It's okay. Take some recovery. Here we go. Okay, he's if the anyone can. Of, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he's the professor of quantum physics at Oxford mm. University. Of course he is. Yeah. My old job. Arthur Eckert. Arthur <laughs> Eckert. And his other job is monitoring the approval ratings for the Coronation Street Twitter account. Yes. So Granada TV gauge the reaction from the number of Arthur Eckert's likes. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, isn't it? A bit of time off. It's yeah. been. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Time of writing the jokes. So what's Arthur? What's Arthur Eckert? Arthur Eckert is uh, the—he's the quantum physicist. Yes, at and Oxford University. Yeah, you, you have a cup yeah. of tea there, Andy. Mm. <laughs> I did actually. Quantum yeah, physicist, right. some of that kindred spirits. Okay, um, wow, okay, that's uh, difficult, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is difficult. Eighty-six. Though. I'm going to go. Eighty-six. I think well, he's I'm, a kind of venerable. Yeah, I think Emery younger than that, but I don't want to go too far. But I've got a little bit to play with, so I'm going to go. 85. <laughs> oh, oh, Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> no, he's, he's still very active, Arthur. He's only 61. Oh, oh young Arthur. I was going to go. Could have been it. But I'd have done what I Arthur. thought. Yeah. Could have been miles could, could have been all over. Yeah, you see, you, you should have been... Wimp. If you lose this, you would have lost it at that <laughs> point. It comes. I can hear it, yeah. feel it coming. Do you know what I'm saying There's is... panic in Paul's eyes. If only this was television. <laughs> this is not a game for cowards. It's not a game for cowards, this, Charlie. Fortune favours the brave. Which is yeah. probably a, a, the Quint and Fortune birthday gag that Andy <laughs> Jacobs will do. Um, so, what's the, what are the scores, Jeff? Uh, it's, it's high scoring, isn't it? Uh, mm. Paul 25 out, Charlie 24 out. So it's 68, 53, 15 in it, three to go. Okay, still 15 Ooh. in it. Well, we. Okay, Charlie's okay. up next. And I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. He was the chief conductor of the BBC Philharmonic from 2011 to 2018, Juanjo Mina. Juanjo yeah. Mina. And he's a big mate of Andy Smart's, actually. And every year during the Cheltenham Orchestra Festival, Andy stays with him at Juanjo's yard. Wow. That's, they're very <laughs> Every in week today, I put one in for myself. They're very <laughs> in. They're not really... I mean, just he's basically just doing these for himself. It's Juanjo Mina. That one is, yeah. Juanjo O'Neill. He was the... He was the... I am. Yeah. Chief... What? Chief Conductor, BBC Philharmonic, 2011 to 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
88. Oh, I think he might be younger than that. Um, I'm going to go 60. <laughs> He's 57. Ooh, We're all back on now. God, what a <laughs> nightmare. I thought, well, I thought <laughs> that might be the case. I just thought, they're so old, aren't they? A lot no, of, a lot, they're they're not. A lot of them are not. so old. They're not, not when they're active conductors. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? <laughs> Well, it's it's a hell of a swing. Paul three out, Charlie thirty one out. So Charlie has gone from being fifteen points in the lead yeah. to thirteen points behind no, with two right. to go. Okay. So um, okay, <laughs> Charlie is thirty. 30. What are the actual scores, Jeff? So I'm what now? Um, seven. It's seventy one eighty four. Eighty four. What a nightmare! Okay, so it's terrible. Really, really well, I go back to what I said no. before. Should have been braver on the last one. But I won't crow because I haven't won yet. I haven't won yet. yet, So let's see what happens. 13 between us. 13. Here we go. Okay, birthday number nine, the painter and art historian Stephen Farthing. Oh, Stephen yeah. Farthing. Yeah. Oh, he should have to go on cycling holidays okay. with his daughter Penny. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he did. <laughs> oh, it's always me to lead Farthing, off on this one. Historian. This is not easy. 76. Hmm. Mm. 76. Yes, I'm going older than that. Okay. I'm going to say he's 90. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, there's a laugh coming in. <laughs> but there's a laugh. You shouldn't do the laugh, Andy. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. He's only 72. Oh, oh, it's over, isn't it? Oh, I think I was. Game's over. It's not necessarily. What a nightmare. I was, I was four. What out. a nightmare. Um, so, what's that Jeff. done, Jeff? Yeah, you move on to 75, Paul, and Charlie, 18 out. It's oh, all gone wrong. He's on 102, so 27 <laughs> in it. With How has this happened? How has this happened? It's incredible, it's isn't it? It's unbelievable. It's just, it's it not is. Frank Spencer when really he plays bad, this. Really bad. He's had really a bit of trouble. Bad. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> 27. I've got a bit of trouble. Yeah, there we are. So, Another. I go. I have to lead off on the next one. <laughs> and Cat's done a whoopsie on a birthday spread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, you all the latest voices. I've got you? all the voices. Go and see Charlie Baker. Does John know? <laughs> Who's that? My all old the, friend Johnny Mathis. All the ones I can't do. Yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. So here we go then. 27. 27, isn't it? Well, it's not, you know. Are you doing Bruce? You know? <laughs> What's the next one? The final birthday. Andy. Final birthday oh, of, the, uh, of the day is the composer yeah. Arvo Part. Arvo Part. Wow. And uh, he. He was a fine amateur rugby player, actually, but continually turned down the opportunity to switch codes to league. Yeah. He used to tell them, you won't get me, I'm part of the union. Oh, that's good, yeah, for the Straubs <laughs> fans out there. Um, OK, Arvo Park. Arvo so Park. 27 to play 27 with. 27 to play with. 27, um, you said. That's going 27, to take... yeah. Okay. I'm going to go um, 65, oh, Arvo Park. What part. a cheat. Oh, I'm just playing what a tactical a game. Arvo part. So Arvo I've gone part. 65. 65. You've got to be 27 each yeah, one. Right. <laughs> 65. It's utterly oh, pointless, isn't it? Utterly, utterly Come pointless. Come on, Charlie. This, you go, I'd, I'd go high if it was me. 93. See? Okay. Arvo part is 87. Oh, oh so close. So let Jeff there in Ibiza do his maths and tell us what happened in the end. Well, Paul, you were 22 out on the final one. Uh, Charlie was six out. The And remember, Charlie was leading by 15 <laughs> with four to go. Uh, it finished Paul 97, yeah. Charlie 108, and that's 10 in a row for yeah. Paul. 10 in a row. Well done. Couldn't be done. Well done, Paul. Yeah. 
Uh, and it I'm was lucky, all there. Charlie. But Charlie, all I'm saying is. <laughs> Just be a bit braver. Just <laughs> oh, now and again. That 85 You don't make you yourself didn't... look good for you, <laughs> You're a very popular broadcaster over many, many years. This just really shows the person behind the curtain. I think the listeners, they're saying the same thing. So why did why did Charlie go 85 yeah, when he could have yeah, yeah, gone yeah. 20? You do yourself no favours. Those, <laughs> those jokes stank the place out. They'd get you booed off stage. <laughs> Can't hear Jeff Peters on his terrible line. Yeah. Well, he's taking it well. That's the important yeah. thing. So we all, need all go, quiz. My jokes would get me booed off stage. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone scorched earth. It's very hot. It stinks. It absolutely it's like stinks. Jack Hawkins. <laughs> um, it's a tired it's format. It's, it's run its course. Peter's run its course. You, cut, you need Peter to lose Finch this. You need to lose this birthday spread. Mad rubbish. as hell. Anyway, and that's it. Boring everyone between 3.30 and 4 and on a Thursday. It. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was the afternoon great, show. Two so nil on how many Kylie's Very balls, good. We'll so. keep, keep do keep score on how many yeah. Kylie's because Jeff it, Peters that's won. Score. That's it. And we'll, but we will bring it. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it of a Thursday. Now how many Kylie's? You know, we'll yeah. set the listeners to work. Sure. Or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll forget all about it, which is what <laughs> normally happens. Anyway, we'll catch up with you uh, tomorrow. Myself and Annie will be building up to uh, England and, of course, the... Uh, Grand final in the rugby league at the weekend and the boxing. Charlie, you're back on Saturday morning. So, well, Saturday, this week it's the international break, so we're ten till one this oh, Saturday. Okay. With me Autobiography and Max wars. Autobiography wars. Uh, time difference. Good. All sorts of stuff. Nice. All, it stuff, all sorts Paul. of stuff. So uh, do hope you can join us and indeed Charlie and Max on Saturday. Um, the, we'll bring you the podcast tomorrow. Andy with me tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.